Does anyone out there remember Chocolate Rain? Chocolate Rain. He has to go away from the microphone when he breathes. That's his technique, actually. I need to learn that because I got the sniffles right now. So midway through the show, you guys are going to hear lots of... Hello to all our guests out there. This is the Robio on Twitter. Uh, I am the underscore Chad Cuomo on Twitter. And we are our MO. Our MO podcast on Twitter for us as well. This is episode seven. Yes. This is not the first time you've heard us this week. This is the second time you're hearing us this week. Yep. We're doing two episodes now with football season going crazy. I mean, we spilled into 45 minutes last week. We yeah. apologize. We heard you liked our voices, so we decided to do a second episode. If you don't like our voices, then you should probably stop listening. Or only listen to this one, actually. So we're also huge Star Wars fans, and I missed my opportunity at making a Star Wars reference last week with episode six, Return of the Mediocre. So instead, I've used episode seven, The Mediocre Awakens. What, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? It'd probably be actually Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah mine's mine's gotta be the the mediocre Strikes Back. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> or the Empire Strikes Back for those of you, if you've never seen Star Wars. Uh, if you've never seen it, you get can out. Turn, you can just turn get off. Out the, you can turn off the podcast immediately. All right. So speaking of talking, <laughs> we were about to do that, and I had a good friend of mine actually, the gentleman responsible for our music at Jimmy Javier. He fired me a trade question. And I wanted to know your opinion. I let I gave you 24 hours to think about this. You did. I will tell you what I told him. But he is being offered Latavius Murray and Eric Decker in trade for Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Parker. Wait. Oh, so he's being offered Latavius Murray? Yes. He uh, has. Murray? He has Le'Veon Bell and oh, Devontae Parker. See, this whole time I thought he was going to get Le'Veon Bell. So I was no, like, no, 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 no. I, I thought about it completely. Okay. So let me think about this again. So he's giving up Bell and Parker for... Murray He'd be given up with, yes. And Le'Veon you said, Bell. who are his other running backs? His other running backs are Devontae Freeman and Duke Johnson Jr. All right. So before, when you told me that, I was thinking, like, he's definitely getting an upgrade. Like, well, I thought he was getting Bell. So I thought he was getting an upgrade in Bell and downgrade in Parker. But he, if he's giving them up, I actually, I kind of like the trade, to be honest. Because he would do it. Yeah, because looking at his running backs, like he needs a running back now. Is if he's waiting, if he's waiting for Bell to come back, like yeah, when he gets back, he's gonna be good. But it's only two more games though. Oh yeah, because it's three now. I thought it was four. So this is what I told him. Uh, this had me thinking for a bit because yeah, I had the same thought process. Like you need someone now, and Latavius Murray would be now. Yeah, but it is only two more games. He already lost week one. You know, there's a chance for Devontae Freeman. You know, there's always, you know, I'm not, you know, I counted him out last week, but, you know, I'm not going to count him out completely. Um, and the upgrade at, on Eric Decker, I mean, we saw that last night. We'll talk right. about that in a second. But the upgrade in Eric Decker compared to Devontae Parker, where you have no idea if that kid's even playing yet, is huge. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Le'Veon Bell is still the number one running back. And there's not a lot of other guys that are workhorses at the running back position yeah. anymore. And he, regardless of how good D'Angelo Williams is, he's still that guy. For like, sure. He's still going to do that. So, yeah, my, my initial thought was actually 
before the game last night, my initial thought was whoever's getting Bell in the trade, because I thought he was getting Bell, is getting the better deal. So, I mean, if he's going to keep Bell, like that might be good. The The thing that's enticing to me, though, is he's getting rid of Parker. Like he's, he's getting Murray, who's still a starting back, and yeah. he's getting Decker, who you're more likely to start than Parker, because I'm not going to ever know when I'm going to want to start Devontae Parker. So yeah. that's, for me, that's the win. But you do have to factor in, I mean, Le'Veon Bell could carry your team all the way if you can hold out for two yeah. more weeks. And you know what? One thing that kind of, you know, I spun it into a positive form is Duke Johnson was actually pretty productive under Josh McCown last year. Yeah. So RG3's down, Josh McCown's back in. You know, that could turn around. I'm not saying I could see me starting Duke Johnson immediately, mm-hmm. but, you know, hold out, don't panic. That's going to be our theme for the. My actual, my other thing was to say is if he could hold out one more week and hope Devontae Freeman has a really good game is to try to sell Devontae Freeman instead of Bell. Or, hey, go look for Tevin Coleman. Yeah. Try to get him. Try to get him. One or the other is going to be more productive. They're going to lean eventually one way. It's just a matter of figuring out who. All right. Now, we were talking about Eric Decker last night, Thursday Night Football. What would you think of the game? Dude, the game was uh, way crazier than I thought it was going to be. I yeah, thought we, was... we both, so I'm not sure a lot of people do. These Thursday night football games usually are pretty low scoring. Mm-hmm. They're not very exciting. No. Last night's was the opposite, though. Yeah. Bills and Jets went out, delivered. It was high scoring. It wasn't, the Bills didn't have the best offense, but the Jets sure came out to play. Yeah, for sure. And then it was kind of interesting because these are two teams that are supposed to be very like defense heavy. And yeah. <laughs> you saw very little defense from both yeah. teams. What's going on with Revis? Oh, I don't what know. What happened to Revis Island? Revis Island is... It's sunk. Like <laughs> like you were saying earlier, I don't remember who tweeted it, but Revis Island is now a tourist attraction. Yeah, J.R. Smith tweeted that out. You're not going to be afraid to visit Revis Island. No, anymore. I mean, he got torched for an 84-yard touchdown by Marquise Goodwin. Yeah, but to be fair, I mean, Tell Goodwin... Me who's, who's he even playing? Like, they who, were saying uh, Goodwin, he is... Uh, what were they basically he's fast enough to be able to to be a sprinter like a professional sprinter so i mean the guy's fast like he could probably got, burn Revis got burned last week too he did i mean i think i don't think he's done yet i think he's getting older he's not going to be a feared corner but he's still a better than average yeah. corner it's just he's not what he was he's not what he know, was and, and that happens he's he's gonna bounce back he's gonna he's gonna be okay someone who i didn't think would be who he used to be is matt forte yeah so yeah he went off 30 rush attempts by the way for 100 yards and three touchdowns absolutely insane and i mean even i i never thought that you know i still thought he was a good back but i didn't know he was gonna be this good this year i didn't think they were gonna use him that much no you know i i imagined some kind of split with Bilal powell and i thought forte would be used more in the pass right you know he's always been great at that and that's that's where i thought his value would come Mm -hmm. not 30 rush attempts no I mean, I I was floored every time I heard Forte into the end zone. I was again. <laughs> I just think the the more interesting thing and the more scary thing if if you're a Matt Forte owner is obviously it looks like they're just going to run him into the ground. And the guy's thirty, how old? Thirty three. Thirty three years old. Yeah. So I mean, if they keep running like him like this, he's his body's going to break down. He can't hold hold this up. So I mean, if if they keep if they continue how more than 20 attempts next week, you might want to pick up Bilal Powell if you can. Just in case. Because, yeah. I mean, he's never been super injury prone. He no. did have that injury last year. 
I mean, he's he's been a tough back actually, considering how long he's been oh, in the league. For sure, but you know, nowadays you never know, and yeah, if you're relying on him, as I'm assuming many are, considering the points he's putting up, right, you're gonna want a a little safety net. For but sure. speaking of putting up points, I faced Matt Forte last night in one of my leagues. I usually avoid the Thursday night matchups for my fantasy games just yeah. because they're they may not always be low scoring, but they're weird. They are. Like something just doesn't predict properly. Something just doesn't play out the way I think it does. Mm-hmm. And it just never works out. Well, I mean, these guys, they're on a short week. You know, they're tired. Yeah, they're, they're not fully rested. I did not expect this game to go the way it did at all. No, with I With that didn't kind of score. I'm not sure what the over-under was, but I would have bet the under. And yeah, I would have too, and we would have lost. Yeah. But so how are you sitting after one game in your um, fantasies? So... And, and one in of your fantasy matchups. And one of my leagues, like you said, like you usually try to avoid the Thursday night matchup. So I sat Eric Decker. I'm who, sorry, who'd you sit? <laughs> Eric Decker. Did he did he do anything last night? I mean, he had an okay game, you know, like 18 points. Nothing yeah, he put too up like 18 points, touchdown, yeah. 100 plus yards. But no honestly, big, if, no big deal. If I had to go back and do it again, I probably would have did the same thing because, like you said, you never know what's going to happen on Thursday. I'm still confident in my other guys. Um, and one of my other leagues, the one I'm playing you in, oh, actually. Yes. <laughs> um, I had. You're up 20 now. I am up 20 points. Uh, well, yeah. I didn't play anyone, so. I had LaShawn McCoy, which I wasn't going to bench him anyway. Who am I going to bench him for? Yeah, I same. thought he would have had a better game because usually the running backs actually have decent games. Well, they, I believe they did punch one in, just not with, not with him. McCoy, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, he had a decent game. And then I had Brandon Marshall because it's like... Who did have a good game. Yeah. And it's like you can't really bench Brandon Marshall. No, yeah. You know, same thing. So. That, I mean, yeah. And that's one thing. When I say I, I try to avoid the Thursday night game, I'm not avoiding the studs. Like, right. You know, I'm not avoiding my big time guys. I'm just avoiding any secondary... T- any guy that I'm usually iffy about, if he's playing on Thursday night, more most times than not, I will probably try to... My hardest to place them on my bench right find a reason to start someone on sunday or and usually chances are especially towards the middle of the season you're gonna have somebody that has a better matchup anyway so um other than that the only other player i had was uh the jets defense saying i wish i would have sat them but that's another story (laughs) so you're up 20 we're heading into our weekend matchup but you only have five players left. Yeah. I have my whole squad. I know. It's kind of scary. Annie up, man. Mount up. <laughs> I'll see you on Sunday. Um, Thursday night is also the color rush. It is. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't as crazy as it usually no, is. No, it was good. It, yeah. it was kind of cool to see it back. I like seeing different uniforms and stuff. Yeah, it's always fun. And I actually, I liked it better with, I guess now with the, you know, uh, yeah, last all- year they had the you know, people with uh, color blindness, there was issues, you know, and so now they have one team that's going to do the all white, all white, which kind of looks cool. It does. Look I like cool. it. I like it. Yeah, it, it. And it doesn't look as crazy. It doesn't look like a boxing crayons fell on the yeah. field. Like, <laughs> I think it was the Jags last year. They looked like a mustard. Yeah, color. They were mustard, and oh, then the other the team Tennessee. was ketchup. Yeah. Or, <laughs> no, the, no, yeah. Tennessee was blue, but there's another one where it's like red oh, and yellow. Right. Yeah, it was red and red and yellow. But anyways, um, but yeah, Thursday night game was good. Bills fired their offensive coordinator already. Yeah, like what? Which. Hint, hint, Buffalo, it wasn't the offense's fault they lost. No, it definitely wasn't. When you allow the Jets to put up 37 points. And, I mean, Rex, you're supposed to be a defensive-minded coach. You hide your brother, who's... Who's a very hard person to hide, if you've seen him. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. It might just be them protecting themselves. Yeah, because... um, 
I was talking about this earlier with Robert, but apparently the next in line to be the head coach would have been Greg Norm- Greg Roman, the uh, offensive coordinator, but he's gone now. So if Rex gets fired, you know, who's going to be a little self protection there? Yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting, which is you know, and they do have a lot of defensive injuries right now. So I mean, it's not to say that's why, but they should be a little better than what they showed they last night. They definitely should. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, so that was Thursday. We still got a full, you know, there's no bye weeks. We got a full head of games yep. for Sunday. Should be a, only one Monday night game, but a full head on th- on Sunday. And as last week, we're gonna pick our five. We we're are. just gonna look at five games, pick and choose them, talk about them. Let's head into that right now. So we're gonna start with your guys again. Yeah, Carolina, they're gonna bounce back. Carolina, they are gonna bounce back. San Francisco's coming to our house. Oh snap! Get ready, Blaine Gabbert, you're in for a treat. Now, I don't know. I think uh, what we saw from San Francisco on Monday, sorry, not Sunday, um, you know, that was against the Rams. So take that for what it's worth. They had a great game. But but you know what? The interesting thing is they had that a very similar great game last year. Week one. Season opener, week one, at home, Monday night. And that was against Minnesota. Yeah. They held Adrian. I remember because I had Adrian Peterson last year, and they held him to nothing. I know. Yeah. So it's very interesting that they had a very similar game and then it just fizzled out. You think they'll fizzle out again this year? I don't know if they'll fizzle out. I think they'll do better. I think Chip Kelly's a much better coach than Jim Tomsula, you know, but I don't think they are what they showed on Monday. You know, they're not this all of a sudden great bounce back team. They're not going to make the playoffs, you know, but I think they'll finish higher than the Rams for the rest of the season. But going back to this game, you know, I think we come back and we're playing at home. We're going to be fired up. We're going to, you know, basically show that high-powered offense that we were. And I think we come out and win it. What do you, what do you think about it? I, I, I agree completely. I think Carolina's going to hold their stance here at home. And I think it's going to be kind of, eh. I was going to say reversal of the roles for San Francisco a little bit. I think they're going to get pushed around a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you think they get blown out? Not completely blown out. I mean, the spread right now is 13 and a half for Carolina. Would you take the points or would you take Carolina? You know what? I think Carolina wins it by by more than the 13 and a half. You think so? I think so. Wow, you have more confidence in my team than (laughs) I do. I think think I'll take San Francisco with the points. Ooh, okay. I'll take Carolina overall. But two touchdowns is a lot to win by. It is. And we had a bad time last year of, you know, garbage time letting teams kind of come back. Yeah, we talked about that. But, I mean, we blew out a couple teams. But I think this is a team you guys will blow out. And I don't think, you know, they're not going to be, you know, Blaine Garrett's not going to figure it out against Carolina. He's definitely not. Um, I'm sure Carlos Hyde will have a good game, but yeah, Blaine Gabbard's gonna you know it's gonna rely more on Blaine Gabbard having to figure it out and catch up. And I don't. And I think we kind of I think we kind of exposed that San Francisco San Francisco defense too. I think they're not as good as they looked. You know, like we said last episode, they were able to stack the box. Yeah, no one's scared of Case Keenum. Yeah, but now you got Cam Newton. Yeah, if they stack the box against us, we're just gonna throw right over them. So yeah. All right, so moving on to one of my teams, I'm only gonna talk about one of them this week. Miami is visiting New England. Yeah, should be a good game. They always play each other pretty tough. Rivals. Yeah, long rivals. So I want to hear your take on this game. So I was shocked that New England pulled that game out last week against Uh, Arizona. I was. You know, okay, maybe not shocked, but I didn't think they would win. I'll just put it that way. You know, they've always had injuries here and there. They've always had someone missing, whether it be Edelman, Gronk. 
blunt. Someone's always gone. Yeah. But the one piece that's never gone is Tom Brady. And now he was gone. And I and I think I at least I thought he was more of the glue that than anyone else. Yeah. But apparently they proved that even without him, you know, all they need is the helmet and the uniform and they can still function out there. Um but that game was close. And I mean, if Arizona hits that forty seven yard field goal, we're not talking about it in this way. We're True. talking about them being 0 and one. So yeah. while they did win, there was a miss. I mean, forty seven is not an easy one, but it's not hard for I think Catanzaro on Arizona. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Miami actually steals this one from Ooh. New England. Yeah, um, they always play them hard in my. If this game was in Miami, I would 100% say yes. Yeah, that's what's I going actually down. agree because actually Miami's held their home turf against New England the last very two well. years. Yeah, but. It's been very hard for them to steal one in New England. Mm-hmm. I think this might be a year because last week Miami showed a little bit against the Seahawks yeah. in Seattle. So they've already visited rough waters. Mm-hmm. You know, They went out there, lost a close one. I think they're going to be able to push around this offense very similarly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, okay, I'm leaning in very different ways thinking about it. Cause I know Arizona is supposed to be a very tough defense as well. So it's right. not like they're not facing someone just as tough, but like we said, rivals, they always play each other that much harder. So I think, I think Miami might surprise it. And if I'm not just taking the points, I am also taking them straight up. Okay. I see. So, what do you see? I actually, I, I, I agree with uh, a lot of what you said. Um, I'm taking new England in, in this game though. I like, I can't count the Patriots out straight up and points. Straight up New England, but Dolphins with the points. The the spread is six and a half. Uh, I can't see New England beating them by more than a by a touchdown. You know, I think it's gonna be a close game. Like you said, the Dolphins played the Seahawks really tough, and that's pretty impressive if you look at it because the Seahawks are a really good team, and um, I think that defense is gonna give Jimmy Garoppolo a lot of issues. But I think Bill Belichick is one of those coaches; he's gonna find a way. You know, and I think the new England defense is, is pretty good too. I don't think they get enough credit and I think they're going to give Miami some problems too. So it'll be, it'll be an interesting game to watch, but I, I think, mean, Hey, if Willie Sneed had caught that freaking ball last week, not Willie Sneed, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills. Yeah. I wish it was Willie Sneed. If Kenny Stills if it was had caught that Sneed, freaking ball it. last week, Miami would have a win in their pocket. That's true. You know? Yeah. He dropped the easiest, easiest of all that's the thing about football things go a lot of different ways play, yeah yeah you don't try to pinpoint one play but man like that, that that one but changed it's it. it's funny to go back when you uh when you were talking about tom brady holding the glue together so to speak but uh i don't know if you remember that year that tom brady was hurt for majority of the season and the patriots still made the playoffs yeah and that was Granted, Matt Castle. they had randy moss though but Still, I mean, it, it's yeah. it's really interesting to see. Like, yeah, Tom Brady is the piece. He's an important piece, but he is just a piece. And it is the a more team important game. piece is that Sith Lord behind him, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. All right, but moving on, we got what seems to be just the no like no defense apparently is going to hit the field for this one, and it's New Orleans visiting the Giants. Yeah. Last year, both Eli and Drew Brees, I think they both went off for five touchdowns. Yeah. I, I think it was actually one was five and one was six. Yeah. Cause something like someone that. had to win eventually. Yeah. Um, and the over under on this is 53 and a half. Yeah. I and actually, Chad's betting the over. <laughs> yeah. I actually want to take the over on that because I think you gotta think that's 27 points each. 
So I think they can. I think one team is going to hit at least thirty points, and the other team's going to be pretty close behind. Um, the for the overall game, I'll take the Giants. Though I'll take the home team. Like you said, it's going to be a shootout, but I like the team at home to finish it off. What about by points? Because New Orleans favored by five and a half. So with the points, I actually take New Orleans though. Okay. Like, like I said, it's going to be probably close. It's going to be a shootout, but no team's winning by a touchdown. Yeah. You know. So, um, what do you what do you like in this game? I'm taking New Orleans both ways. Oh, um, okay. Which is interesting because they both had really great games last week. Yeah. They both had high scoring, down to the wire, just nail biters of games. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, I I think Drew Brees is going to be. You know he's always really good, but I think yeah. he's going to be extremely better this year. Yeah. Um, if you know if that if that group stays healthy, Cooks Ingram, if they if they're all out there, it's it's going to be a fun one. And I think I think this game will be high scoring. It'll be close, but I do think the Saints will win it. I can't argue with that. I could I I was actually really back and forth on this because you can't count Drew Brees out at yeah. all. You know, that, I mean, he loves to sling the ball around. Like you give him the opportunity, he's going to throw it. And I mean, I gotta go for him because I'm playing Drew Brees against you. I know. So I'm very nervous. I'm hoping for a six touchdown. Game. I'm hoping for a very low scoring <laughs> game, I, which is why I would take the over, but I'm not gonna bet it because I don't want it to happen. All right, moving on to the this. So we're kind of going out of order here. There, there is no order actually. If you've listened to our podcast, <laughs> there is no order. Yeah. Um, we don't enforce the law. We, I already ruined the joke. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> I was gonna wait and set you up for that later. All we'll, right, we'll try it again. <laughs> we'll try it again later. So this is Green Bay at Minnesota, but it's always a really fun game. They always play each other hard. Minnesota kept Green or Minnesota won the division last year. Yeah, in a very great game in the final week of the season. I know it was crazy. So here they are again. Yeah, this is a fun game because it's going to be in Minnesota's brand new stadium That's too. True. Yeah, not it's, some like high school field right. that they were playing at the last few years. <laughs> what What's your take on this game? Um, you know, I I really think Minnesota's defense is one of the better defenses yeah. out there. And you know what? They they actually played Aaron Rodgers great last year, but you know, the, there was a lot of factors into that with you know Jordy Nelson not being there, so he didn't have his favorite target. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Eddie Lacy ate Jordy Nelson last year, so he had too many. <laughs> Um, so, you know, this is off of one game that we saw last week, you know, and Eddie Lacey didn't have a terrible game, but he didn't have a great game. You know, he just, I guess considering compared to last year, he had a pretty good game. Right. You know, I think he averaged about four yards a carry. So considering it's Eddie Lacey, he didn't have a bad game. So you put that Jordy Nelson looked great. He didn't look timid. He didn't look shy from the knee. He looked great. Aaron Rodgers looks like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Again. I mean, he really you does. Know, I'm pretty sure he had his eyes closed on that one touchdown pass when they're dragging him down. So, I mean, you put that together. They're not playing outside because it'll be an, it won't be cold like it was last year playing outside in Minnesota. So I like Green Bay for this game a lot. Also because Minnesota is dealing with their quarterback situation, right? You know, I I don't even think they still know who's starting. Um, if it's Sean Hill, I really don't feel good about it. Yeah. But even if it's Sam Bradford, it'll be his first week there. Yep. His first week with the whole new scheme. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I joke and I say it's easy to just hand it off to. Adrian Peterson every time. And I mean, hey, I'm sure Adrian Peterson will do everything he can to keep yeah. that game close. I mean, there was jokes. I guess he, he had some jokes at uh, practice saying that he can't wait to play quarterback. Oh, really? And I, I wouldn't doubt his ability to do yeah. that. Um, Just run the wildcat with Adrian yeah. Peterson. You don't even need a quarterback. <laughs> but I still think Green Bay wins it. And 
it's a pretty tight spread. It's only two and a half. Yeah. So I'll take Green Bay with the points also. Nice. Yeah. I, I actually agree with pretty much everything you just said. Uh, I'm taking Green Bay in this game. I'm taking Green Bay minus the two and a half. Um, I'll just play off of kind of what you said. But yeah, the quarterback situation looks terrible. I don't count on any of that to go up, up against that potent Green Bay offense. And yeah, the defense, the Minnesota defense is amazing, but they're not going to hold Aaron Rodgers. No, they'll down. keep it close. They'll yeah. keep it interesting. But like you said, the Minnesota offense isn't going to be able to keep up right. with Aaron Rodgers' yeah. offense. All right, and then we got one final game because I think it's going to be a little bit of a scrapper. Yeah, the they, Bengals visiting the Steelers. This should be a really good game. What too. are your thoughts? Uh, it's a it's a rival game. They always play each other tough. Not too. just that. But we can't forget last year's game where Cincinnati just blew it with those yeah. penalties. I know. That's when the the concussion hit on Antonio Brown. Yep. Everything just fell apart for Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what pretty much it makes me really nervous about the Cincinnati team too is because like their rivalry is so heated against the Steelers. Like they just do stupid things like that. Um, they, don't, g- they don't stay disciplined. Yeah, they don't. That. Yeah. And that, and that showed in that last Yeah, they game, just but. take their, their anger out. Um, watching Pittsburgh on Sunday, wait, no, Monday, Monday. Why do I keep getting these days confused? <laughs> uh, watching Pittsburgh on Monday. I mean, they really impressed me. I mean, I knew they were going to be good, but wow, you can't, they're aggressive. They are. And that's super that's fun aggressive. to watch. Yeah. And it's great for fantasy purposes. Yeah, like you, any stock you have in that Steelers offense is good stock. Yeah. Whether, I mean, and yeah, it's, you know, you have the obvious big Ben, Antonio Brown, even D'Angelo Williams right now. But every other piece is also just as valuable, right? Yeah, now. I mean, for sure. Because Big Ben's going to throw, they're going to run, everyone's mm-hmm. going to be involved, going for it on fourth downs. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, they'll go for they're it like a fourth down. They're like a do- honey badger. They don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They go for it on fourth down. They'll go for a two point conversions. They do not care. Big Ben's just like I'm. Just going to do whatever I want. You know, I'm going to sling it around. So I like Pittsburgh in this game. I think he's you know going to go off on that Cincinnati defense. Um, I do like it. Uh, looking at Cincinnati though. I think they're still going to be really good this year. You see the way the jets performed, um, yesterday and you've got to think Cincinnati, even better things about Cincinnati because they wouldn't beat that jets team. So I think they're going to be really good. I just don't think going into Pittsburgh, it's a hostile environment. I don't see how they can pull out the win in this. I will. However, the spreads three and a half. So I'll take Cincinnati's points there. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'm taking Pittsburgh both sides points. And cause I think, I think I do agree that Cincinnati's offense is good and they should, they showed that last week, you yeah. know, beating that jets. Um, you know, AJ green just feasted on Revis Island all, all day. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I like what I saw out of Pittsburgh on Monday. Yeah. It was exciting. Um, I think Antonio Brown just has another field day. I'm happy. I'm not playing him in, at all this week at Same. home going off of his last game. Uh, poor guy got fined for twerking. I know. He's going to twerk again. <laughs> He's going to. Or he, he might did, go run and jump onto a pole. Did or, you see what he said when they asked him about the fines? No, what did he, he said? He said, it's nothing to a boss. <laughs> I like Which that. is true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe he'll go kick a punter in the face. I don't oh, God. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Brown's got to be one of my He's favorite players. Drop kick He's a always doing something crazy. <laughs> But yeah, it should be a fun game to watch. Uh, the only reason I'll take Cincinnati with the points is like because it's a rivalry. It, I, those rivalry games. That's true. I mean, hey, it was decided by a field goal last last year. So exactly. why not say it's still going to be decided? Yeah, the spread's only three and a half, so not a lot of wiggle room. But 
So this I'll, is this is a random game. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. You, you're gonna finish. This is a random game I didn't have on the list, but what do you think about Baltimore this week? I mean, what do you think about Cleveland? that? What do you think about that running back situation? Oh, there's Justin, too many of them. Justin Forsett. <laughs> you just want me to you say my my favorite joke. My <laughs> favorite did. joke for the last what month since pretty much since Justin Forsett rose from the dead on Twitter has been that he is not the law. He Justin Forsett. Yeah. I just want people to don't say find it. it as funny as I, I do. For I some think reason. it's hilarious, <laughs> but I'm, we might change the name of the podcast too. We're not the law. Yeah, we just, we just we'll just be a Justin Forsett podcast. <laughs> All about Justin Forsett. I think Baltimore will win that game though. Maybe we'll really want to know maybe we'll call him. Justin Forsett and have him guest host on this podcast. That'd be awesome. If you could, if you could do my voicemail and just be like, "Hello, this is not the law." <laughs> I Justin, Justin Forsett. <laughs> <laughs> but on that, all right. We're going to move on. Those are our five games. So we'll compare. And we're wish to do in picks for everything else. We've, we'll keep track of them and we'll measure them on Tuesday. Yeah. When we do next week's episode. But we're going to end today with a little little message to everyone. Because I've been getting nonstop texts and everything from people saying, my fantasy season's screwed. I'm going to lose it all. I'm done. And you know what? I thought that the same thing on Monday because I start my season 0-3 with yeah. all my teams. Um. Don't panic. That's all I can say. Yeah. I've just given, yeah. like I said, this isn't professional advice, but I've played a lot of fantasy sports, fantasy football especially. Week one's way too early to just freak out and panic. You know, don't go dumping your team and don't make any questionable trades or questionable waiver drops. Like, it's not worth it right now at this point because you got to really analyze why you lost. Exactly. That's the main thing. Yeah. Don't panic. The, the guys you drafted, you drafted them for a reason. Right. You have them on your team for a very specific reason. Don't think you're doomed already. No, you know, unless you, you took some serious injury, which I doubt because I know we all know the injuries out there. So right. unless for some reason your starting quarterback was RG3, you shouldn't be in any panic mode. Um, if your starting quarterback was RG3, you probably should be. You should have been mode. panicking before you even drafted, actually. But slow down, take a breath, look at your team. Just yeah. reanalyze the team in front of you because you know what? I had to do that for myself yeah. you know i told you but you know i lost one game because carlos hyde decided to have a great game but when i and not just look at your team look at the entire everyone you're playing against because i took a look at the league yes i, I only lost by one point but that's not why i didn't feel bad the reason i didn't feel bad is because i had the second highest scoring team right while extra frustrating because that means i would have beaten anyone else i faced last week but that's how the schedule works out yeah but that shows me that my team is good enough. Right. Yeah. That shows me that my team is good enough to beat everyone else because this is a week to week game. It's a different it's a different matchup every week. You don't need to beat the entire league every week. Nope. You just need to beat the person in front of you. Yep. And that's it. And that showed in my my situation. Go to my other league. Yes, I lost from a twenty point advantage to a twenty point disadvantage. But look at who I faced. I faced Big Ben, D'Angelo Williams, and Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. Those three guys alone put up over 70 points just them three alone so that's not going to happen every week you know my team still kind of underperformed for my my needs but all in all i did have an you know i did have an advantage going into monday night and things like that aren't going to happen all the time exactly it's just it's week to week to week you know yes it sucks (laughs) don't get me wrong it sucks starting especially if you play in multiple leagues it sucks playing starting Oh, across the board because mm-hmm. you get so excited for week one and then you just poo poo it all over. Place. Yeah. You just poop your pants and everyone's laughing at you. But like I said last week, half of everyone that played fantasy football lost. Yep. 
and it's going to be okay. I had a league last year where I started one and four. Oh, wow. After five weeks, I started one and four. I didn't lose another game until the playoffs. Nice. I fell short yeah. of the championship. Right. But it was unbelievable every week that I won because I was, you know. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I tried not to panic. I was like, okay, I'm one and four. I'm at the bottom now. Mm-hmm. I'm at the bottom. Other people are winning. But I clawed my way up, did a couple waiver things. Yeah. You know, you, you make your moves. It's it's a long season. Just remember that. Just Just think about it. Like, if your favorite football team, if they lost last week... Are they giving up on the entire season? Exactly. There's no. so much left yeah. to do. So don't panic. Seven. Reassess. Yeah. You're going to come back. You know, it's like you, like you said, it's a week to week basis thing. So just don't panic. Keep playing it out. Keep playing the waiver wire. Don't make any crazy drops. Don't make any stupid trades. You know, just, just wait and see. Just hang on. Hang on. Hang on. But that's it. So get off my lawn. We're going to move on from here. Go win your week two matchups. And there we go. There we go. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode two of the week. Episode yeah. seven overall. Seven overall. Can't believe it's been seven weeks, man. Well, no, no I guess still it's only six weeks. weeks. I just tricked myself. <laughs> but that's it. I've got a special question for you as we sign off. Oh, what you got? Um, where does you make the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Oh, what makes it so special? Uh, <laughs> did you hear about that? I so did. I make uh, it's peanut butter jelly, and then I put some sour cream and onion chips in the middle. What? Yeah. <laughs> It's actually better than like you would think. I feel like that's cheating, though, because it's not a peanut butter jelly sandwich anymore. You've added elements to it. You have, but it's still it's different, but it's good. All it's right. still PB&J, though. It's just a, like an extra condiment, like if you put ketchup on your burger. Don't put ketchup on your PBJ, though. I was going to say, gross. please don't say that. <laughs> on that note, we're out of here. Say goodbye, Chad. Goodbye, Chad. Everyone go eat a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Yeah. Does everyone remember Chocolate Rain, by the way? Chocolate Rain. Sure, this is ready. Sniffles are gonna get you. Sniffles are gonna get you. Sniffles are gonna get you tonight. tonight.